Welcome to the Organizepreneur Podcast, the ultimate podcast for female entrepreneurs looking to supercharge their business. I'm Eldrima Harper, host of the Organizepreneur Podcast. I'm also a business organizing strategist and coach where I specialize in helping solopreneurs, freelance professionals, and service-based providers. This is to ignite, build, and transform your business dreams into reality. If you're feeling overwhelmed, struggling to manage clients and tasks, and worried about things slipping through the cracks, you're in the right place. With my signature framework, not only are you able to get your time back and get on track, but also turn your passion and hard work into a sustainable and profitable venture. Yeah, yeah. So I'm super excited today because I have my friend Christine here with me today, and we're just going to have a little conversation. And so she is a part of the community, and so I wanted to... um, interview her and talk a little bit about her business. And so we're just going to just kind of, you know, get into it. Uh, I am just going to re- uh, uh, share a little bit about her, but I'll also give her an opportunity to talk, you know, about herself. So uh, Christine says, as a Christian entrepreneur and virtual assistant, she collaborates with fellow Christian conservative business owners, providing comprehensive administrative support for their ventures. She specializes in various aspects, handling various aspects of business operations, such as marketing, design, website updates, CRM management, email newsletter uh, distribution, and email management, and I'm sure a plethora of other things. So Christine, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. How are you today? I'm great, Aldrima. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you today. I am excited as well. So for the listeners who don't know you, go ahead and share a little bit more about yourself and what you do. Absolutely. So I um, actually got my start as a virtual assistant or a remote administrative assistant uh, by accident. Uh, I was um uh, working at a place that I liked well enough, but I could have used a little bit more money. And so I did like a lot of people do. And I took a job at a new place and the new place was a disaster. And um, so they let me go in 16 days, which is a record even for me. And uh, so I, you know, spent the weekend, I, you know, you usually get fired on a Friday. I don't know. A lot of people might not know that, but usually people do fire you on Fridays. I'm getting to be a pro at it. And uh, so I spent the weekend crying about it. And, you know, by midnight on Sunday night, I was all cried out and I was lying in bed thinking, you know what? I really like administrative tasks and I'm really good at them. So why don't I just do it for myself? and find people that I want to work with that want to work with me. And so from there, I hit the ground running Monday morning. And uh, by the end of the week, I had my LLC form. I had a logo and I had a website and I have never looked back. And I just really enjoy working with people all across the United States and uh, even in Canada. And I do, as you said, I do all of those administrative tasks that people keep pushing to the back burner. 
And uh, so it can be anything from doing some research on their products to something kind of um, out of the ordinary. Uh, for example, one of my clients made bamboo bowls and he wanted me to do research to find people who did vlogs that would feature his bamboo bowls. And so I looked into people who did video blogs and uh, found him about 20 that would um, take his bowl for free and, and uh, do a little spot about that. So yeah, those are the things I do. I also build websites and I have three main tenets of building websites. Number one, I believe that it should obviously be beautiful and be a reflection of you. Number two, I think that it should be easy to use. I can't even tell you how many people I run into that have spent thousands of dollars on their website and they have no idea how to even update it. And then number three is that it should be affordable. Mm, wow. Wow. I love that. I remember when there was a time when it was like insanely expensive you know, to get a website uh, done. So I'm glad that you said that. Would you would you say that that's like um, what helps you to stand out among, um, you know, because there are, you know, other people that build websites. So would you say that that helps you to stand out? And if so, you know, what are some other things that help you to stand out? Absolutely. I think that, uh, first of all, I didn't go to school to be a website designer. I'm just like you. I am just like them. I sat in my basement with my hand in my head and my head in my hands going, you know, that button isn't there. You know, I'm reading the directions um, and, and watching the videos and they're, you know, they're saying, just click this and just do that. And, and I'm, I'm going, but it's not an option, you know, and Technology, I think, changes so quickly. Yeah. And so now I am in a position where I'm up on those updates and I can teach you. And I actually am even going to be teaching starting on January 9th. I'm going to be teaching a how to build your website class using WordPress and Divi. And I think that WordPress really got a bad rap for a while. I think a lot of people thought it was really hard to use. And I think it was but it isn't anymore. And uh, that's the number one thing I really want to tell people is that uh, I got you. If you have never even tried to build a website, I can help you build one that's going to be beautiful and totally affordable. Wow. Wow. I love that. You know, I used to, um, I'm definitely, I'm familiar with uh, um, WordPress as you know, a lot of people are, as, you know, but um I'm not familiar with Divi. I'm not in that space. But right. one thing I do remember is that I used to have uh, a web, my website on WordPress and I hated it. Yeah. You know, it was it was cumbersome, but uh -huh. also I would get hacked a lot. Right. You know, and so is that something that you, you know, hear about? And so what do you, you know, how do you, what do you do? Yeah, uh, it definitely is um, a main problem that people need to worry about. Obviously, um, a lot of people are running firewalls and malware protection on their own computers. And if their malware protection tells them they shouldn't go to your website, that's not a great reflection on your business. So absolutely, you need to be aware of that. There are some fantastic tools out there these days. Uh, and um, one of them um, that I'll highlight is called Clean Talk. 
And mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, I don't even know how it works, but it works and it's amazing. <laughs> and wow. um, I, I think that um, maybe we should keep it a secret because I don't think they know what they've got because it again is super affordable. All of the tools that I use are super affordable um, and easy to use. And the nice thing about Divi is it's really kind of drag and drop. And it now has a front end builder where you can actually see what you're doing. So you want the font bigger? How much bigger? Well, maybe this much, maybe that much. You can see it getting bigger as you're clicking the plus sign. So you can totally mm -hmm. see what it's going to look like. Um, you know, is it going to start spacing um, too far across the page? Do you want it closer yeah. together? So much you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I'm glad you said that because I, you remember I was asking you about, you know, having your website compliant with the ADA, yes. I believe that's it, American Disabilities Act. Correct. Is that, so can you kind of speak to that a little bit or is? Sure. So yeah. uh, actually the, some of the tools that I use actually have um, areas that will tell you whether or not it is compliant. Um, a lot gotcha. of those are SEO type things. Mm -hmm. So um, the SEO that I use is called Rank Math, and uh, that will tell you how accessible it is. Now, sometimes it's a little bit of a misnomer because, for example, on your contact page, what do you have on a contact page, right? You've got, you've got your contact form. Maybe you've got a phone number, maybe an address if you've got a brick and mortar type of a place, but there's not really a lot of information on that page. It's more of a, how do I get in contact past this page, right? And SEO doesn't like pages on a website that don't have a lot of content. To them, it's mm -hmm. like, why you have a website with no content, right? So it's a little mm -hmm. bit confusing and you almost always will get a low SEO grade on a contact page, but that's okay because your, your other pages are going to make up for that. Mm. So do you like doing websites? What, okay. What, what do you like doing the, the, the best in your business? What, cause everybody has, you know, things in their businesses like, I like to do this, but I don't like to do this, but I offer it. You know, it's not my favorite thing to do. What's your favorite thing sure. about your business that you like to do? I think my favorite thing to do is actually CRMs. So a CRM oh. is a data management kind of a software that people would use to keep track of their customers, their clients, their members, that sort of thing. And I love the satisfaction of taking somebody who's maybe using files, paper, cabinets. Um, their desk is piled up with all kinds of paper. I love to take those people and show them how to digitize everything and become super, super digitally organized mm -hmm. so that they can pull up Jill Smith and mm -hmm. it will tell them when the last time she brought her dog in for grooming was, if that's what they do, or right. when the last time she um, volunteered for an event, if they're like a nonprofit, or, you know, how much did she donate if she's a sponsor of something, that sort of thing, all of that can come up so quickly. And, you know, the problem with paper is if you accidentally put Jill Smith's file in John Zadebski's file, you may never find it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
especially if good old John isn't really somebody who uh, is very active, you know, yeah. for example, then you might find that um, you, you just never see Jill again. You don't know where her files went. And so this way, everything is downloaded either in the CRM system itself or a lot of times CRMs tend to cost a lot of money to store files. So mm -hmm. we cheat a little bit because again, I'm all about saving the people money. So yeah. we'll use the Google drive and we'll have links in the CRM. that take you right yeah. to the Google drive for that person. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you have a favorite uh, CRM product that you use or what? Not really. Um, it's hard to say because every business is different and everybody needs something different. And mm -hmm. so with um, humongous businesses um, that, you know, maybe Fortune 500 businesses or or maybe a little bit fewer employees than that even, uh, they might use something called QuickBase. That is amazing. It does everything. Um, but then for nonprofits, especially like Chambers of Commerce, I found one called Neon or Neon One. It has rebranded as, a, a, again, amazing. And then for smaller entrepreneurs, 17 Hats, Monday, HubSpot, all of those are great. Yeah. The things that you really want to look for are you want to have, first of all, customizable fields. Mm -hmm. So I actually, for my own business, use a CRM called um, Less Annoying CRM. Mm -hmm. And it actually is less annoying. Mm -hmm. It does not have different tiers of um, payment structure. So it's not like, oh, I want to run this report, but I can't because I have to upgrade. There's mm -hmm. none of that. It's one uh, payment for everybody. And it has customizable fields. So, for example, the way I use it is I use it when I do a lot of networking. And so mm -hmm. when I meet people at those networking events, I will put them in that CRM and then I'll mark did I ask them to sign up for my newsletter? And the choices aren't just yes or no. They might be yes, no, they weren't interested, or I don't want to ask them for some mm -hmm. reason. And mm -hmm. then there's a note section where I can say why, you know, mm -hmm. and then the same thing for LinkedIn. Are we connected on LinkedIn? Yes, no, they're not on LinkedIn or something else, you know? Oh, that's really cool. so, yeah. So I really love that. And then you can filter the results that you're pulling up. And you can only get everybody who maybe you aren't connected on LinkedIn. Well, did I invite them? Um, have they just not answered? Are they not real active? You know, why haven't we connected? So, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, that's 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 really cool uh, because I mean, and really, you are dropping a lot of huge knowledge bombs. So, I hope whoever is listening or watching, I hope they're paying attention. So. But um, so my question is, so depending on the type of client that you work with, let's just say you have a client that has, you know, a CRM that they're already using. So do you, you know, recommend something or do you actually work with what they what they have? Sometimes, um, sometimes one, sometimes the other. It depends on if it's working well for them, if they're, you know, um, doing pretty well and it's coming along maybe they just need uh to be using more of it maybe mm -hmm. they really don't understand how to use more of it or maybe there are some bells and whistles that they just haven't even touched yet mm -hmm. uh then sure I'll, we'll start working with whatever they're using and we'll see what we can do if it's something where maybe they don't have those customizable fields 
or mm -hmm. maybe it's um, intended for real estate agents, but they're a dog groomer, mm -hmm. then we might decide to go a different direction. And in that case, I'm going to talk to the client. I'm going to say, listen, um, I know we're using this and it works well for X, but not great for Y. I worked with, for example, 17 hats and it mm -hmm. can do both. Would mm -hmm. you be interested in doing a trial with that and seeing if it can make us work less? Mm -hmm. um, I've seen a lot of people who are entering data. One of the biggest things actually that I see with my clients is they're entering data, the same data in more than one place. Yeah. There's really no need for that because there are tools that can make it not necessary. And, yeah. um, you know, a lot of them say, well, I want to be sure. I, I, I want to like do that redundancy on purpose because I, I want to have that backup. And that's really all really good philosophy. Mm. But why do it more than once if you don't have to copy and paste, make sure that it always matches. And when you do something automated, it also al always matches. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the wonderful thing about systems because you know, you're talking my language, right? Yes. So. <laughs> And so, okay, so we've talked about, you know, websites and, you know, how you work with clients, you know, with websites and CRMs. So I know you have a passion for creative writing. Right? I do. So is, is this like a certain kind of writing? Like, do you, like, is it books? Is it newsletters? Or, you know, tell me more about that. Yeah, a little bit of everything. So I uh, actually have a degree in creative writing. I always loved writing as I was coming up. It was poetry when I was in my angsty teenage years. And uh, after that just became kind of short stories. And um, I'm working on a book currently about my life um, as a emotionally and psychologically abused teenager and how I chose to be a happy person and mm -hmm. to be a successful person. And I do believe there's a lot of choices that we all make in life. Mm -hmm. And I believe choosing happiness, you know, it kind of sounds a little cliche, but for sure, it's definitely a choice that you have to make, especially when you're coming off of um, a situation like that. And mm -hmm. um, so I want people out there to understand that you aren't what happened to you. And you don't have to succeed in spite of it. You can succeed because of it. Mm -hmm. Wow. I love that. I, that's going to be very exciting. So we'll definitely have to save a spot so that you can come back and talk about, you know, your book. For and sure. So we'll For sure. definitely do that. But, you know, I, one of the things that I love about, you know, what you're saying is that... <sighs> So some people think that they have to be in one slot or one way or the other, like they're either creative or they are, you know, when they work with systems yeah, and processes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, you know, so, but what, you know, with you, it's like you use, you know, all of it, like you, you tap into all of your skills. <laughs> well, and it's, it's funny that you say that too, because I just recently uh, did a post. I, I can't remember if it's, uh, a post that's going to be posted um, next week, or if it's one that I posted recently, but uh, talking about Mark Wahlberg, 
So Mark Wahlberg is one of my heroes. I, I hope to meet him sometime in 2024. I'm going to uh, try very hard to uh, find a way to, to meet that man because first of all, this is a man who messed up a lot and he actually was in prison. A lot of people don't know that he was in prison and he got out of prison and he had all kinds of tattoos and he found God and he got the tattoos removed and he has a healthy family and speaking of business so you know everybody knows the Wahlburgers, right you got mm -hmm. the, the burger yeah. place right well then he goes and he has this other company that is um something 45 um like px 45 or something or pi 45 and it's like um um health supplements well, that doesn't go together. Burgers and supplements. What the heck? That's that's not even close. And then he's also got like um, a car lot in Ohio. So cars and burgers and health foods. I mean, what the heck? And then he also has like two different production companies and he's an actor. Like nobody is telling Mark Wahlberg, you know what? You have to niche. You, you, you can only be an actor, my dude. You can't, you can't go out there and sell used cars. That's who will you tell? You have to only tell certain people what you're doing. And so that's where the whole niche thing, I know a lot of people really hyper-focus on that, but I feel like um, go ahead and dream big and hit it all. And if you want to, you know, sell cheese and also do taxidermy, more power to you. <laughs> Just don't do them together. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love that because, you know, a lot of people, you know, they miss out when they box themselves in. Exactly. You know, when in fact, I believe that, you know, when you tap into, you know, your create your creativity and how God designed you, you know, and move forward in that, um, you know, assignment. Now, you know, I also believe that, you know, we have different assignments. We uh, but we're all creative. <clears throat> we're all creative because we have a creative God. God created, you know, and right. we are created in his image. Therefore, we're also creative. But um, I love how you are speaking to uh, those that, you know, listening or watching and talking about, you know, the fact that, you know, tap into, because that's what I'm hearing you say, tap into all of those areas, you know, of your life, I think where some people may get a little uh, tripped up is when they're trying to tap into all of them at the same time. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> because that way, you know, it's like, and I, you know, I believe that like, you know, when you're, as you're talking about Mark, you know, the thing to keep in mind is that when you create one business, make sure that it's stable enough so that you can focus on the other things that you want to do. Right. right. And, and then I'm, I'm sure, you know, you know, uh, I, I don't know all of his journey, but I am familiar with him, but I'm sure what, that's one of the things that made him so successful is that he was able to take time to focus on one, you know, or two, and then probably, you know, I'm sure he had help you know, people to help exactly. him, you know, to, so he could stay focused. But I love that you are, you know, talking about that. That is really, really very powerful. Um, and uh, yeah, let's, let's not box ourselves in, you know, but not try, try to do it all at once. Focus on one, get some stability, 
and then, you know, move into the other thing. Cause we all have so many different passions, you know, right. Like so many different things, you know, we want to, and it's, it's almost like it's, it's a blessing and a curse <laughs> when it's an entrepreneur, you know, as an entrepreneur, it's like, Oh, I want to do that. Oh, I really love that. You know? So you gotta kind of train yourself to stay focused because ideas are always coming always for sure but yeah so yeah i'm so glad that you're talking about that excuse me so you also say that as an army wife and dedicated professional that you've learned the importance of adaptability and i think that what we're talking about really lends itself to being able to tap into all the aspects of your, you know, different skills and, and, you know, talents and things that you're able to do. Uh, And so you say that I embrace change and am adept at recalibrating my focus when project directions shift or new tasks emerge. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So that's one of the things that a lot of uh, business owners out there Um, maybe we'll put in the advertisement when they're looking for someone um, to work. They always use those, uh, those catchphrases like fast paced environment. Right. And one of the things is that they want somebody who is going to be able to change focus if it needs to happen. So if something comes up or suddenly something is a priority that we didn't realize was a priority before, then you need to be able to kind of change what, is in your mind and put on a different hat and go down a different um, alley for a minute. And so that is just something that I I think it's just part of my personality. I have no problem whatsoever uh, finding a place to pause and uh, making some quick notes and then moving to the next thing and then being able to come back to that first thing uh, without too much interruption and, oh my gosh, I got to figure it all out again. And uh, so I think that over time you, um, I guess, learn different techniques that work for you mm-hmm. for how you're going to pick that up again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a super valuable thing for a lot of, uh, a lot of people out there that are looking for a, an assistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What are your favorite type of clients to work with? Who's your favorite you know, client? You don't have to name them. You don't yeah, have to name them. <laughs> just somebody that's easygoing. You know, somebody who's who's going to understand that. Um, you know, for example, I did um, have something happen not too long ago where um, I usually send an email out to my clients every Monday morning and let them know how many hours they have left in their bucket of hours. And this one client didn't get her email and uh, she actually didn't get it for two weeks in a row. And I was a little off my game. I was sick in November and I just wasn't at my full potential. And um, so when I looked into it, I realized that somehow in my list, I had pushed a wrong button. And it had excluded her from getting her emails, even though I was programming them in and doing everything that I normally do. That one Mm -hmm. little basically was like a toggle was Mm -hmm. toggled wrong and she wasn't getting her emails. And so um, definitely you want to work with somebody that is going to roll with that and say, hey, no big deal. Um, I just wanted to let you know I wasn't getting it. And, uh, you know, now that we're back on track, great. You know, you don't want somebody who's going to fall apart um, the second something like that happens. And I think the big um, 
takeaway from a lot of my great clients is um, recognizing that we're all human. And mm. uh, I don't like to make mistakes. Nobody does. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I just like to work with people. I love laughter. And mm. so, boy, if I can find someone who has a great sense of humor and that we can joke and, and um, you know, they understand that they're working with me. I'm not working mm -hmm. per se for them. I am, but I'm not. I'm working with them. And that's the best um, kind of a relationship we can have. Absolutely. Have you ever fired a client? I have, unfortunately. Um, not really any long-term clients, but I did unfortunately have a gentleman who um, actually lived in the same town as I do. And I had um, agreed to work with him on um, like a Monday. And then on Friday, and now remember, I send those emails out on Mondays. So it wasn't mm -hmm. even Monday yet. On Friday, in the middle of the night, he had actually emailed me and wanted um, an update. And uh, so I didn't get back to him because I was actually out of town that day. And at five o'clock on my ring doorbell, um, he was standing at my door. And so <laughs> I was out of town. And so I got the notification on my Apple watch and I didn't answer him. I let him ring the doorbell as many times as he wanted. And so when he left, I got back on the weekend. And then on Monday morning, I refunded his money and told him we were not a good fit. So, wow, I, yeah. I can, I can, I've never had anything like that ever happen. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't even imagine what he thought was going to happen. Did he think I was going to invite him in for coffee? Like, uh, it was just, and the reason a lot of people have asked, well, how did he have your address? Well, I because we were, we were working on some government contracts together. Mm. And um, so I had to do a background check. And so I had to give him my important information yeah. and yeah that just did not sit well with me <laughs> wow oh my yeah. gosh I'm, yeah. I'm i'm actually glad that you weren't there <laughs> <laughs> for sure yeah it was it was awkward and oh, yeah. um, so bless yeah. his heart um yeah. i did have another client that again just wasn't a good fit and um we just had the conversation of you know i think that you probably are looking for somebody who is more of uh, more focused in this other area. And, yeah. Um, but we left on good terms. It wasn't. Yeah. Difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like those. I've, I've had to, you know, do the same, you know, um, uh, from time to time, you know, I've, yeah. and I've also had some, some clients, you know, that I love, love working with and, and things like that. So you get to experience all of those, you know, type of um, uh, things. So, um, so what are, I, I want to get to some fun facts, but before yes. I do, <laughs> before I do, I know that you are, you said you were offering a, um, session on building websites and things like that. What are some things that the people are going to get? What are they going to learn when they come? Yeah. And, you, so and you may have, and you may have already said it, you know, but nope. just, sure okay. Okay. Right. So uh, I'm actually going to be having an info session on mm -hmm. uh, next week on the 4th. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't actually remember what time. Hold on. And I will tell you what time. It is at, oh, 
Jeez, I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's see, what time are you at? Well, it's on Eventbrite in any event. Mm. It's on the 4th. And during that info session, I will tell you everything we're going to cover in the class, as well as how much the class is going to cost. Mm -hmm. And um, it's going to cover everything from... Um, you know, just even before you've started a business, if you're thinking about starting a business, it's going to talk about um, LLC versus DBA, uh, logos, um, naming your business, um, naming your business and owning your URL or your domain are important things mm -hmm. to consider together. And a lot of people don't realize that. And so they name their business and it's something that maybe the domain is already taken. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they've already got their LLC all formed and everything. And then they find out you, that they really can't use the name that they wanted to online. That's mm -hmm. always kind of a bummer. Um, and so um, it's going to cover everything like that. And then we're going to really kick it in. And uh, so over the course of five weeks, it's going to be twice a week. It's oh. going to be um, in a, a small group setting on Zoom. And I am going to walk you through absolutely every single thing from the very beginning when you purchase that domain. Now, they won't have to purchase their domain. With mm -hmm. this class, they will get a free domain, a free SSL certificate, and we'll talk about what that is, wow. um, as well as um, free security on their um, domain. And then they will also get a Divi license for six months. So, oh, wow. uh, so they'll have all of that. They won't have to buy anything except the actual class. Right. Then the entire five weeks, we will go through everything from, like I said, the ground up, building mm -hmm. that whole website. And then at the end, if they want to actually take that website and put it on a real domain, mm -hmm. I will teach them how to do that as well. Wow. That sounds like that's going to be pretty interesting. So yeah. is that, so, so at the time of this recording, um, it will have already started by the, by it will. the time it, of the recording and the time of it being this this podcast being right. published it would have already started so correct, correct. you're going to continue doing i don't know why i was struggling with that so <laughs> i think so i think i'll probably do it um every quarter uh right now i have quite a few people signed up for that info session Excellent. and um uh, so hopefully we will get those people on board and then i hope to do it every quarter ah yeah that's 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 pretty cool. That's really cool. Um, <clears throat> so okay, um, so we've got that coming up. What are there some other things that we that you have coming up that you wanted to share? You know, later on this year, I guess maybe a better question. So, what's your? Do you have something as far as a game plan for twenty twenty four? What what what's like? What's your game plan for twenty twenty four? Or do you have one? Right. Have you thought so, about it? <laughs> I have. So th to begin with, I want to finish that book. Yeah. Uh, that, that's kind of a high priority. And then right. I would really like to get out and start speaking about emotional abuse and oh. um, what it is, how to recognize it, what you can do for somebody who's in those situations. I think, you know, if I tell you that, you know, my parents used to punch me, you understand that that is abuse. And mm -hmm. if I tell you that my parents didn't feed me, you understand that that's neglect. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times when we're talking about emotional, psychological, and um, um, that sort of abuse, people think that you mean 
calling names and it isn't mm -hmm. it's so much more insidious and covert than that mm -hmm. and so it's the kind of things that uh my parents would do things that would keep me under control but it was mm -hmm. never a little bit of it was calling names but it was more like telling me i wasn't important mm -hmm. and and screaming at me that i wasn't mm -hmm. a princess and they're right because I'm a queen. So yeah, there you go. There's that. now there's that. <laughs> so yeah, it's just it's just all of those things. So I want people to understand really, you know, what was going on and what kind of undercurrent there is there. But then also, um, I want them to understand. I want them to know my story. That first of all, I really credit the mm -hmm. fact that I had 13 healthy years mm -hmm. and that I had a foundation in mm -hmm. faith. Right. Before all of that began, it all kind mm -hmm. of began as uh, a result of um, some choices that my mom had made. And so I want them to understand that that foundation in faith is what saved me. Mm -hmm. And then again, making the choice to be successful and to be happy mm -hmm. is huge. Oh, yeah. 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 I love that. I love that. So you've got your book uh, coming up. You've got some um, website design you know, uh, things coming up. Anything else that you've got coming? Because that that already is a lot. Yeah, but, it is a lot. It is a yeah. lot. I think that those are probably going to be um, the main two things. I uh, have contacted a few people uh, to possibly do a live networking event, um, a conference type of summit um, in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um, so we'll see if, uh, if that comes to fruition. It was yeah. previously done, but I think the organization that did it before kind of fell apart. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things I would really love to see happen. Yeah. And then um, I also have a, in my area, I'm getting together with some other small businesses that are service yeah. providing um, businesses in August to, with our chamber of commerce to kind of have a, a, a little dinner and let people know what we're doing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Wow. You got a lot going on young lady. For sure. You know? For sure. So that's that's trouble. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. All right. So before we go, let's talk about some fun facts because we were talking about that earlier, yes. you know, before we hit that record button. And it's like, what are some fun facts about so you? So I will tell you the first fun fact is, um, and you can find these um, on my um, Facebook page, it's Schrader Administrative Solutions. Uh, and so you can find uh, this post today. So I was born, my maiden name was Waller, W-A-L-L-E-R. And my uh, mom and dad, my dad was stationed in Germany when I was born. And so when I was born in Germany, my dad wanted to name me Berlin. So <laughs> Berlin know, Waller, I am so happy that my mother won that argument. Uh, so that's, that's the first fun fact. The second right. fun fact is I am a super picky eater. So I do not like ketchup, mustard, pickles, or onions. So when I eat a burger, it's a plain burger. <laughs> wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. So then uh, another fun fact is I am terrified of fire. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Okay. Ever since I was a kid, I've been terrified of fire. Um, okay. I love flamingos. Um, and I also love taking bubble baths. That is my unwind 
that is the number one thing I do to unwind. So yes. um, I just love to listen to music and um, just get away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I absolutely love that myself. I mm -hmm. mean, there's nothing like what was what was Calon take me away? Yes. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, how can the listeners connect with you? What's the best? So, for way? sure, they can go to my website. Um, I have three different redirects that will take them there. So, Schrader Administrative Solutions um, is um, the website address is actually upvirtualadministration.com. And they can also find it at schradersolutions.us. And then they can also find me by my whole name, which is christineschrader.com. And Schrader is S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, that and all I, of that information. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm also on Facebook and LinkedIn um, right. and um, Instagram. And I will be on Pinterest starting the first week of the year. Oh, is that true? Is that right? Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so <clears throat> all of that information will be in the show notes. So we'll have the links and all that kind of stuff, you know, um, uh, for that. Did you have any other words of wisdom or anything that you wanted to share with the listeners before we sign off? I guess the only other thing is I would love to share. I would love to direct people to the favorite piece of writing that I have. Um, it's mm -hmm. actually um, in my portfolio on my website and it's about a junk drawer fiasco. Oh my gosh. So, uh, <laughs> it, it's, I, I feel like it has quite a bit of humor in it. It's about when it's a true story from when uh, my kids were very young and my husband was deployed overseas and uh, we had just, purchased a brand new house and the junk drawer was falling apart and it's about the adventures to get a new junk drawer and oh. uh it, it it's i i believe it's one of my one of my best pieces oh, so wow. um, it's called the <laughs> junk drawer saga and it is under my portfolio on on my website Awesome. Awesome. Well, Christine, I have absolutely enjoyed our conversation. I've learned some new things as many as many times as we have, you know, been at the networking event together and in the community and all that. I don't think that I, you know, there's a lot of things, of course, that I didn't know. There's things, of course, that I, you know, that I did know. But this was such a pleasure you know, getting to uh, know you even better. So thank you so much for joining me in this conversation. And I'm sure that the listeners and, and those that's watching, it, it's just going to be a blast. So yeah. So for thank sure. you so much. Well, I appreciate thank you again it. for having me. It was really a blast to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Listening and subscribing to the podcast. Simply go to organizedpreneurpodcast.com. And also check out the freebies available, including a free training at theorganizedpreneur.com. So you ready? Let's go.